Hello, I'm Tara Ruckman. And I'm Stephanie Howe, and we are Control the Chaos EDU. Are you burnt out? Are you feeling frustrated or overwhelmed? Or maybe it's the opposite, and you're a go-getter and want to level up. Then it's time to dive in with real talk and solution-focused conversations. Hello, and welcome to Control the Chaos. Good morning, if you're listening in the morning or afternoon or evening, whenever you are listening, we are coming up to the holidays. And today's episode, we are going to be talking about tips to take back your break. And this one's a really important one for me, just because some of my personal health, um, you know, This last year, I've really come to think about my self, own self-care. And when I step out of work, I need to step out of work, not go home, not grade papers, not, you know, well, I don't grade papers anymore. I'm a coach, but what I used to do is grade, um, not be planning for the next day, not be working on a presentation or whatever it is that I'm doing now as a coach, but actually stepping away and like enjoying my Sunday cup of coffee because that's like the best cup of coffee that you can have all week is your Sunday cup of coffee. But most of the time now I get my Sunday coffee out and then I get my computer out and I start to work, send emails, get ready for the week. So self-care This is like your time, time to reset because we all need it. Um, It's not a want, it's a need, whether you think you need it or not, Um, because one day when you do need it um, and you haven't taken it, you'll understand why, but we all need that. We never want to look back and say, man, I didn't do that on break because I was working and I didn't get a chance to go to the hip hop nutcracker, by the way, I missed that one. I really wanted to see it, but I didn't catch the tickets in time. So now I'm going to the regular nutcracker, but I really wanted to go to the the hip hop nutcracker. You don't want to look back and say, ah, I really wish I would have taken my kids to the hip hop nutcracker. So thinking of teaching as the same as parenting, the same as your family life, You have to take the time to breathe. You have to take the time to get away, to get your doctor's appointments done, to get your exercise in and all the things, right? All the things we need to do for self-care. So we're going to talk about tips for taking back that break so that you can go into break and you can feel like I don't need to pick up my computer because I don't have anything to do. Well, we probably do, but (laughs) you know what I mean? So have you ever had trouble where you, well, I know you, you like to work. So this is probably a bad question for you. Yeah, I do enjoy work. Um, I talk about personality tests a lot. And on the personality tests, um, the Enneagram, I am the achiever. So the achiever is like the workaholic, (laughs) like the definition (laughs) of a workaholic. So relaxing is very difficult for me. 
Um, but this past year, I've been trying to be really intentional about it just because AJ, my son, he's three. And it's been very difficult. Um, my husband relaxes very naturally. And I don't like he, yeah. he's able to just like turn on the TV and relax. And I'm like, I'll sit there and watch TV with them, but I would have my computer with me where I would, you know, kind of be in the room, but my computer was constantly with me. And so there were things that I had to do um, to overcome some of those roadblocks when it came to self-care, um, but more so to be a better mom for AJ and be more present for him. And so the first thing that I started to do was build my calendar, which sounds probably crazy, but I had to start scheduling time to hang out with my family and get out of the house. Because if I was in the house, I would want my computer or I would want to do something to get something off my to-do list. And so we started to kind of schedule our weekends where we would schedule to go to the zoo scheduled to go to the park, all of these different places. Um, and that started to really help me with that, just scheduling something because then I was like, okay, it's on my calendar. I have to do it. And it felt like I was being more productive, but just sitting at home is very, very difficult for me. So I had to, again, I had to start scheduling some of that family time, scheduling self-care um, I had to sometimes use Ashley Holcomb. She comes up with like a really cool bucket list for every season. <laughs> and I try to do all the activities on there because for me as that achiever, it's crossing things off my list. I still have a to-do list, but it's a different to-do list. So I just had to do things a little bit differently. That's so true because there are so many times where I'm sitting on the couch and I just naturally, and this has happened to me like when I have been out of commission for my medical treatment, where instead of just like sitting there and letting myself mentally and physically rest, I pick up my computer because I'm sitting there. Like it is so hard for me to rest. Even like in the morning, if I turn on the news, I, I like immediately pick up my computer or pick up my phone and start checking my email. Like I can't just sit there. I have a really hard time doing that. So I think I did. I tried that last weekend, your build your calendar. And, um, you know, I scheduled my, my husband and I scheduled a date, um, the weekend before I scheduled a Buckeye game for us and the kids to go to and like putting stuff on the schedule. I, I know though that that can get expensive, right? So if you're always scheduling something because you can't rest on your couch or relax at home. So like one of the, some of the things that we, my husband and I talked about is like, let's go hiking. Let's go to a park and have lunch. Like it doesn't always have to be that you skip, let's go on a walk in our neighborhood. It doesn't always have to be like you schedule something that requires that money, but you schedule something if you are like that a per what is that was it type a personality yeah. or you have to be like following or a schedule in a routine so so schedule so now going back to that so now we've built our calendar so that's number one so we're building our calendar but we're also building our calendar in school as well so typically like before the break you have a lot of kids that are absent. You have people that, you know, have maybe 
absent on a Friday because they're leaving to go away for the weekend because they have something scheduled or you have it's flu season, right? So you get flu season, um, leaving on vacations early. So a lot of things that are going on where you have increased absences. So when you're thinking about building your curriculum calendar and the things that you're planning, think about making sure that you're not introducing new skills when you have all of these kids that might be absent. Or we talked about in one of our episodes using our excitement to their to your advantage. So lots of like PBL and project type things that go really ungraded, but might be reinforcing the concept. So if you do have kids that are absent, you're not trying to catch everybody up. Um, looking at, we did a holidays around the world, looking at in this time as a way to build that cultural knowledge for students. So that is taking a deeper dive into things like that. But basically building those last couple weeks into things that we're not taking major grades on so that if kids are absent or they have a lot of makeups to do, um, we might give participation grades maybe or maybe even not participation grades. Um, but of course, don't tell that to students because you don't want them to be unmotivated if they think that there is no grade. So that's one thing we keep to ourselves if we're not grading it. Um, but that is a great time to do that. And also using this time, maybe have them give their own feedback. So you're building your calendar and building some time in so that they grade the work themselves so then you're not taking that time away on your break doing it. So, so we're building our calendar at home and then we're building our calendar in the classroom. So those are two big um, pieces of how to get started on taking back that break. And when you are scheduling for after break, think about, you know, the first two weeks classroom management. <laughs> um, you're out of routine because students have been traveling for the holiday or they've been going different places. And so we really have to bring them back to that consistency that we are, have been having all year. And so think about what you need to do in order to bring back that routine, get feedback. Like what feedback do students need to have to improve the classroom. And then also you can kind of use that reboot type of model that we've talked in previous episodes. Um, so just kind of, again, think about when you do come back, maybe don't just jump right into curriculum because you need to review your procedures, expectations, and build those routines and consistency within your students. Yeah. So we have building our calendars. Um, we have you know, not getting back into jumping into that and kind of hitting the class reset, but also making sure that all major assignments are really submitted a couple weeks prior to um, go leading off to break. So the tests are done, the essays are done, anything that requires a significant amount of grading or that has maybe more stress or more, more weight to it, 
because number one, kids are not going to be focused. So that last two weeks of school, they're really unfocused. So we don't want to give them an assignment or a test that requires significant importance when they're ready to be on break. But then we also, it's a win-win for everybody because if we have them turn it in two weeks before, then we have time to get the grading and things done before we go off to break and the grades posted into whatever your, your learning management system is for grades. So it's a win-win for everybody. You're helping the students, you're helping yourself. So making sure those assignments are all submitted at least two, two weeks before break. So we're coming up on that point. So if you don't have all your assignments submitted for your kiddos, um, let them get them in. So then you can move on and go into that project piece. That also allows for any missing work that students might have to make up or find or complete. Um, so that gives you some room as well. Because I know a lot of districts, they end their quarter right by Christmas break. And then when the new year starts, the new school quarter begins as well. Um, so think about that too. And then while you're on break, I think it's a good time to just kind of reflect. So maybe go for a walk or just kind of think about the first half of the year. How is it going? And just kind of consider for a moment what is going really well and what changes would you maybe want to make? And maybe you wait until the end of break to kind of restart to reflect. That way you can get all of your cookies done and decorating and presents um, kind of off your list. But I think it's a huge piece is that reflection part to make us a better teacher and to kind of think about what has been working, what hasn't been working, and what do I need to do to change the second half of the school year? Yeah, and I think um, also when we talk about that reflection piece, also getting students to have that reflection piece. So we're reflecting on our own self, but have the students reflect, whether that could be in some kind of reflection journal, it could be a notebook, it could be a project, a portfolio, whatever it is that maybe they, you know, that you want to use so, or maybe it's just a conversation, something as simple as that. But getting their feedback and their reflection on what they've learned. So maybe then when you come back, then you're able to set some goals for the new year. So that can set you up. Your, your last two weeks can set you up for your first two weeks because you take the last two weeks before break to reflect and you kind of get an idea of, you know, I had a student that told me that, you know, the read aloud I was doing really, they really couldn't hear because this, the student sitting behind them was making noises or distracting them. So maybe, you know, now that when you come back, you're going to change those two seats. It could be something as simple as that. So opening up that line of communication um, doing some reflection and small groups, whole groups, or maybe even some one-on-one so students feel comfortable telling you some things that um, may be on their mind at the end of the break. So when you come back, you have a fresh start, and then you're able to take all of those reflection pieces from the students and yourself, and then you're able to set some New Year's goals in the beginning of the year. So that reflection piece is 
both students at so many of these tips, right? We're going, we're building our calendar for students. We're building our calendar for ourselves. We're reflecting, they're reflecting. So using these in both for yourself and for the students. Yeah. And I think too, taking their feedback and actually doing something with it can help as well. So not just listening and doing nothing with their feedback, but actually doing something with it makes them feel heard um, and valued and that their opinion does matter. So make sure you do take some of that feedback, even if it's something really small and just try to incorporate it and talk about, Hey, so-and-so said this, let's, let's try it. You know, let's see how it goes. And then you want to start the year with that class reset, re-engage your students at the start of the year. Okay. So I know we talked a little bit about this, um, but in one of our past episodes, we go into more depth. We also have like a self-paced course all about rebooting your classroom. So if you need tips, suggestions, ideas, um, there is that self-paced course to support you when it comes to rebooting that class. <laughs> yeah, and this is a time to that, you know, do the icebreakers again. What we did at the beginning of the school year do those icebreakers again or a different icebreaker, get reacquainted with the students. And then thinking about that a lot of our students' schedules may change after break. So when you're thinking about those upper level kids, electives might change, schedules might, um, even middle school, you might have some of your electives change and you have different teachers. So your routines look different. So you're practicing those routines again, um, but just taking time to, you know, reorient the students because really when I'm at home, you know, I'm going to the refrigerator, I'm eating whatever I want, when I want, um, I'm not having lunch at a certain time. So thinking about going back and talking about the rules and the procedures are for sure one of those things that we want to make sure that we review because a lot of those things get forgotten over the break or maybe they're not forgotten but they're just out of practice because you know I've been home socializing with my aunts uncles cousins brothers sisters friends all day long right I've been I've had my phone they've been texting because nobody's you know nobody's in school so I have that attachment to my friends, to my family. I'm used to socializing all day. And now I got to go back to work again. So um, also some, some of those kids have been napping at home. You know, they're going out, they're playing in the snow or they're going out for a holiday and having some turkey and then they're taking a nap. So maybe their stamina is not as long as it was prior to break that you worked at building up after the summer. So just re-engaging them, hitting that reset button, getting into some of those icebreakers, reviewing those um, classroom rules and procedures. And also this is a great time if we did that reflection piece, that this is a great time that where there's a natural break where you can change some of those rules and procedures if you needed to, because you reflected on it. So that natural break period is a great way to like implement some change in your classroom 
and then go over those new policies and procedures. So maybe we're not reviewing the classroom rules and procedures, but maybe we're creating some new ones because we discovered some of those things didn't work when we were using them, or maybe they weren't as effective as we would have liked them to be. Yeah, so this break, we want you to remember those five tips. So that first one, build your calendar. Think about all of the major assignments that you have right now and make sure students submit them at least hopefully two weeks before break. And then you can start some fun projects. You can help students that might be missing some assignments to get those turned in. And then also do not start new units until the second week after break. Okay, review, go over expectations, procedures, um, and talk about kind of that old content that they've learned that they might have uh, forgot over break, but just bringing that back up. And then fourth, reflect on the first half of your year with yourself and with your students. And then the last one is that start that class reset. How are you going to re-engage your students? How are you going to get them to focus on what you kind of expect? So again, try not to work. I hope your computer is broken this winter break or you can't get on. <laughs> Um, that's something that one of my friends tells me constantly, Stephanie, your computer is broken, get off of it. Um, but really try to get off that computer, spend time with your friends and family and get some self care done during the break, um, because it's definitely needed. So your call to action this week is to schedule some type of self care within the winter break. And let us know, let us know if you need an accountability partner because uh, there's times where I definitely need that person that will cheer me on like you didn't work this weekend that's amazing <laughs> um, instead of like oh you you didn't get that done you know so if you need that accountability person we are here for you but again schedule some type of self-care during break and until next time make sure you control the chaos thanks for listening to control the chaos edu check out the description for show notes we look forward to connecting with you on social media. Subscribe to the weekly podcast so you never miss an episode. Control the chaos until next time.